Amber and Tanner in the morning. Well, we are your morning show on Froggy 92.9. But you can listen to us any time of the day with Amber and Tanner on demand. On any podcast platform, Froggy929.com, the Froggy 92.9 app. And every Saturday morning on the radio. Sonoma County's number one morning show anytime, anywhere. And right now, here's the best of Amber and Tanner. What is a store, a business, or restaurant you hope comes to Sonoma County in the future? Amber, I got a on this day memory on my Instagram of that pyramid Bass Pro Shop in Memphis, Tennessee that you and I saw. It was pretty fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I lived in an area where there are many Bass Pro Shops, but that one was pretty cool. It was epic. I've never seen something like that in my life before and I was so excited. Uh, but it reminded me when I saw this of a shop that's kind of like Bass Pro Shop. It's called Cabela's. Have you ever been to a Cabela's, Amber? I have. I have been to a Cabela's. It's it's very similar. Yeah, it's like you're saying. If you've never been to one, it's basically hunting, fishing, boating, camping. Loving every day. Yeah, exactly. It's basically a Luke Bryan song. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've been to a Cabela's, you know that it is heaven for anybody that loves country music. And I grew up from one that was like an hour away from my hometown. The nearest one is in Springfield, Oregon. It's huge. It has like a bowling alley, an aquarium, and it ha- and it really can be an all day event if you let it. It has a bowling alley. At least the Cabela's in my by my house did. Oh my gosh! Not anyone <laughs> I've been to. Now I put a picture uh, in our prep. Amber, uh, can you see it? Yes, with all the bears and the wildlife on this like mountain that's inside the store. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a country mall. Some of them are laying down like the they have like a bear in action <laughs> like like destroy I this is crazy I do think that we need a Cabela's here in Sonoma County because Sonoma County is the most country place in all the Bay Area and I think it's the perfect place for it yeah I think people could benefit from a Cabela's yeah what Amber what do you think is a business a restaurant or a, a store that should come to Sonoma County uh do, do you have an hour because I have a few but I will definitely say Zaxby's. If I only had to pick one, it would be Zaxby's. Other than that, I want Publix and I want Sonic. Ooh. Which we're supposed to get a Sonic. When is that dang Sonic gonna open on Santa Rosa Avenue? Inquiring minds want to (laughs) know. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. I guess after coming for, what is it, side parts, wireless headphones, skinny jeans, Gen Z has found their latest victim. It's people with a certain hair color. So I got my hair done this week, and my hairstylist and I were discussing the word chuggy, which, what does that mean, Tanner? Do you know? Honestly, I can't figure out chuggy. And you're you're Gen Z. I'm Gen Z. (laughs) I like to view myself as an elder Gen Z. Okay, Okay. I feel like I'm more aligned with millennials than I do Gen Z. For example, I have no idea what chuggy means. Okay, so chuggy, from my understanding, basically means something's like out of fashion, or if you're a chuggy, you're out of the loop, and it's to describe someone who's a bit of a tryhard. So it's the opposite of trendy. And my hairstylist told me that blonde hair is now considered chuggy. What? And I was like, I've had enough. I, you know, what if you already have blonde hair? 
And people you have are to dye born, it brown? People are born with blonde hair, so I don't understand <laughs> how, how something you can be born with can be out of fashion. Apparently, people are dyeing their hair brown now, which is okay. I get it because blonde hair has been coveted for so many years now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's been a popular hair color. <laughs> and I'm just shocked because I also read that lasagna's chuggy. What? You know what's I interesting? Had, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to say this as someone from Gen Z, but Gen Z, we need to chill out because millennials were just abused by everybody. Ooh, you like avocado toast. And then now Gen Z is just coming after everybody, their throats and what they love. I want to eat lasagna without being judged. I'm sorry. I want to have blonde hair without being judged. And, you know, luckily I wasn't born with blonde hair, so I can just chill, I guess. Yeah, And be in style. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Do you think blonde hair is chuggy, Tanner? What do, you, what do you think about this? As someone that just learned what chuggy means, okay. I do not believe it is chuggy. I think blonde hair is fine. And you know what, Gen Z? I think skinny jeans are fine, too. And side parts. How about that? You know, for all we know, brunette hair can be out of fashion and chuggy tomorrow, according to TikTokers and Gen Z. So <laughs> do you think blonde hair is chuggy and out of fashion? Uh, let us know your thoughts on this. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Like tattoos Can I offer you a tattoo? A tattoo? God, that tattoo. Tattoo? Tattoo. Tattoos. Tattoos? A recent survey that we found online said that parents are lowering the age of consent for their sons and or daughters to get tattoos. So the average age at which parents say it's okay to get some ink is 16 years old. Now you can do that with some consent from parents, but they're saying that essentially their kids can make the decisions for themselves. I don't know about this. Yeah? I, I If I got tattoos that I wanted to get when I was 16... I'd have hated them now. I would yeah. have hated those tattoos now. It would have been bad. One of my friends growing up, his name is Cody, uh, he got tattoos when he like just turned 16. And I don't mean to dish out hate, but they are really bad tattoos. Like, they're not well done? Yeah, they're not well done. They're bad concepts. I think he just got tattoos for the sake of getting tattoos. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a, a poor man's Pete Davidson. <laughs> That's not very nice. I know. I'm telling Cody, you said that. I haven't talked to him in years, so good luck. <laughs> Is it because of his bad tattoos? Yeah, I was like, dude, I am out uh, after no, that I can't decision. be seen with you and your bad tattoos, <laughs> Cody. So I'm 25, and I don't even think I'm mature enough to make a good decision when it comes to tattoos. But on the other hand, my girlfriend Cammy started getting tattoos when she was 18. She's, like, covered in them. And I'd say they're pretty dang good. She made okay. a good decision. So I think a lot of it boils down to your maturity level. And I was not mature when I was 18 years old. Maybe they should make you take some sort of written test before you get tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Everyone should be allowed to do what they want to. Right. But I do think 16 is a little young because I, it's, you know, I'm just going to say, like I said earlier, I think you're going to regret some of what you picked. I'm not the same person I was when I was 16. Yeah. And that's the only reason. Now, you know, as far as maturity goes, I don't know, but I'm just a different person. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm a I different person than I was yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, Amber, I know you don't have any tattoos. Do you think you'll ever get one? 
Probably not. No? <laughs> I'm too scared. I'm going to get a sleeve next week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. So on our Instagram store, you can vote the perfect age to get a tattoo, and the average right now is 20 years old. Okay, that makes sense. I agree. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. On Monday, the state of California called for tighter water restrictions statewide and directed you know, local water suppliers to ratchet up drought protection measures. And here in Santa Rosa, it looks like we got a ban on pressure washing and washing of sidewalks or driveways with potable water. Now, water's only upon request at restaurants. Drought messaging and linen laundering are limited. You know, especially like hotels, landscaping irrigations restrictions are on. And, you know, they're asking you to try to limit your water usage between 8 p.m. and 6 a.m. It's it, it's really interesting, all of this to me, because I'm from Georgia where it rains, so we don't experience drought. And I'm sure you don't either. Yeah, no. Being and, from uh, Washington State where it rains constantly, it was definitely an adjustment when I moved here to California to conserve water. Um, so, you know, we, we're we still learning. I know that Sonoma County is our home, and we call it our home. But, you know, you and I, Tanner, we're still trying to figure all this stuff out and it is a learning experience so what is something you learned about water conservation what is something you do to kind of help our environment here in santa rosa and sonoma county something that i do is i hand wash all of my dishes uh for one i don't really have a choice because i don't have a dishwasher in my uh, in my apartment but when i did i would still hand wash when we would go through these drought periods because it conserves a lot of water okay and it's also important that when you are washing dishes to turn your water off when you're scrubbing and just don't let that sink run the entire time you're washing dishes otherwise it's kind of a moot point right okay what about you um for me i learned at a very younger young age from barney that when you're brushing your teeth to never let the water run i never let the water run no i never let the water run so every time i'm brushing my teeth i think of this song (laughs) and that's such a huge conservation tip on any website is just to never let the water run especially when you're brushing your teeth just to kind of put the toothpaste on wet it turn it off brush your teeth rinse i'm really bad about that (laughs) and now every time i brush my teeth i am now gonna think of that song as well (laughs) (laughs) uh so we asked on instagram at amber and tanner in the morning what are some water conservation tips you can you can give us because again we're new to sonoma county we need these tips chris from runner park said start taking shorter showers Vanessa from Santa Rosa says, only wash full loads of dishes and laundry. Greg from Guerneville said, if you're looking for a long-term investment, replace inefficient appliances and fixtures with WaterSense labeled products. All right. So if you, you know, need more tips, you want to read more about what you can do, uh, head on over to srcity.org slash drought. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. What's a place your parents never let you go as a kid? So I was by the Runner Park Expressway yesterday, and I saw a business that I didn't know existed in Sonoma County, but it brought up a lot of memories. I'm talking about Chuck E. Cheese. Say cheese is butter and Chuck E. Cheese is and I like I, this punk rock version of the right? Chuck E. Cheese theme that you found. It's from 2004. Oh. And the thing is... Prime time for you. Yeah. When I was a kid, 
I saw these Chuck E. Cheese commercials and I begged my mom. I was like, please, mom, please let me go to Chuck E. Cheese. Everybody gets to go to Chuck E. Cheese. And she went, not everybody gets to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, that's true. And I definitely didn't get to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Uh And so the other day when I saw Chuck E. Cheese in Roner Park, I looked at my girlfriend and I was like, is it weird if we go in just to take a look? And she says, you know, I will support you because I love you, but you're a 25-year-old man, yeah. and that's kind of weird. <laughs> Don't go in there. Yeah. Like, and it, especially if it's just you, and yeah. you're just, like, looking around, <laughs> you're going to get some questions. <laughs> My mom told me, she was like, a big re- reason why I'm not going to take you Chuck E. Cheese, because I know you'll cry when you see those, you know, animatronics. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> you were like 13 at the time. I was 25. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Amber, uh, did your parents, did you have a place where you really wanted to go when you were a kid and your parents said, no way, Jose? Um, I don't know if it's a place, but it's a place in a place. Uh, for some reason, my mom wouldn't let me go into the ball pit at McDonald's. What? I had to avoid it. What? She said it was so dirty. She'll tell you now, I'm pretty sure, but she like didn't want me going in the ball pit. She was like, it's nasty in there. Like I was always such a sickly kid. So she was like, imagine the germs and bacteria that are in the ball pit. She's like, you'll have fun now, but I'm going to have to deal with it later. I definitely <laughs> snuck in there when she wasn't looking sometimes. She's like, I'm going to the bathroom. And I was like, boom! Well, I'm glad you got to have that experience. I didn't get to have my experience at Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, well, maybe we'll take you to Chuck E. Cheese, but we'll have to, like, go with somebody who has kids so it doesn't look bad. Yeah, we can't just go by ourselves. (laughs) That Now, that would be very weird. Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. On our Facebook page, people are sharing places that they wanted to go, but their parents wouldn't let them. Here's what you said. Arlene from Santa Rosa says, Stinson Beach, they thought I would get eaten by a shark. Oh, my gosh. Maisie from Petaluma says, wasn't allowed to go to downtown Petaluma with friends until I was in high school. Now, that makes sense. That makes sense, sense. yeah. Yeah. Okay, Shannon from Santa Rosa says, as a kid, when we live in Windsor and Waterworks was still open, I wasn't allowed to go. Only went once with my mom to pick up my brother. Didn't know how to swim, so it makes sense why she wouldn't let me go. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Last week, I tagged my friend in something on Facebook and she never responded, which I thought was weird because A, she's always on Facebook and B, she always responds. So I went to her Facebook page and I saw that we were not friends anymore on Facebook. What? So not only that, not only had she unfriended me, but she unfriended like everyone from our old friend group plus more and it just looked like she did like a clean sweep. And she knows she still had people on there like her mom, her husband, and just like our old English teacher from high school. I don't know. But it was weird. So I decided, I was like, well, maybe she got hacked. So I texted her about it. And she said, no, that she didn't get hacked, that she did unfriend a bunch of people. Dang, that is an awkward situation. You're like, how did our old English teacher make the cut? But I didn't make the cut. exactly (laughs) what I said to myself. I was just like, what? She was like, if I didn't feel sentimental towards the account, it got deleted. And I was like, dang, that, that... only slightly hurts a little bit. I wasn't uh, I wasn't upset about the unfriending. I was upset that she didn't feel sentimental towards me in my life anymore. Yeah, I mean, how far back do you go with this person? Oh my gosh, so far back. I used to ride my bike to her grandma's every day over the summer and we we spent we spent so much time together since we were like 5 years old. 
So wow. we and I just talked to her the other day. So she texted me and she was like, "I still consider you one of my closest friends. We're just gonna have to text now." Interesting. So I, I don't know what was going on and if I should be upset or not. Well, I think it's. I don't think it personally has anything to do with you. I think she's someone that kind of just wants a clean slate, but it it doesn't make it hurt any less. I totally understand that. And I'm kind of sitting here and I'm thinking maybe I need to do the same thing. You know, it's Facebook and social media doesn't mean the same thing to, to other people. Yeah. Like it means different things to different people. Well, I see it as a way to like keep up with other people's lives. People don't see it that way. Right. Like people don't see it as like the meaning of friendship. Well, at least your friend is coming to it like, you know, you guys are still friends and stuff like that. Because typically when people delete each other on Facebook, they're like, I want nothing to do with exactly. you. Exactly. You're out the door. Get out of my life. But, but it, it doesn't seem like that's the case with this friend. It didn't. She said it didn't mean that for her. And, you know, I, I was like, well, I'm glad we talked about it. And I'm glad you responded. And she was like, of course, like, again, like I said, you're still my friend. I'm not going to ghost you. But I was just still like kind of shocked about the whole situation. Uh, so we asked on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Would you be offended if a lifelong friend unfriended you on Facebook? 75% said yes, and 25% said no. So it's okay to hurt just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever ditched something important to go do something more fun? Fans are really upset right now at the chief, Eric Church. All you gotta do is put a drink in my The Chief canceled a concert for Saturdays in San Antonio, so he can go to the North Carolina and Duke Final Four game, and that game's happening in New Orleans. It's the same time, so he canceled the show. He didn't postpone the show. He didn't reschedule the show. He just canceled it. Wow. And a lot of fans are upset at him, and I completely understand why, because, you know, it's a show. You invest a lot of money and time, and you hire babysitters and stuff like that. Just so it ends up canceled so he can go to a basketball game. Yeah, and it's not just one person that's having to cancel. It's a ton of people that you're letting down. Yeah. So I guess I do understand why fans are upset, but I think we're all, you know, kind of being judgmental because... Let's not sit here and act like you haven't missed work because you wanted to do something fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've, I'm going to miss work in a couple of months because I'm going to Las Vegas. But at the same time, I don't think what I do is at the same scale of what Eric Church does. Yeah. You know, that is such a big commitment. But at the same time, I didn't go to a college or I have never really been a fan of a college that was on that massive a scale. Amber, someone who went to the University of Georgia a huge school in the world of sports and just across the globe for education. Do you kind of see where Eric Church is coming from? Yeah, I I do see where he's coming from, but I personally, I've had to miss so many huge sporting events. I had to work the games. Like, I had to work the national championship the last time Georgia went. And my fiance got to go. Yeah. It was in Atlanta. The national championship was in Atlanta and Cole got to go and I had to work. So it's just, you have people relying on you and I couldn't just bail. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But have you ever did something for fun or have you ever ditched something for something else that was more fun? Vicky from Santa Rosa, what did you ditch for fun? I was supposed to go to a coworker. It was her son's first birthday, and they were having a big birthday party for it, and, like, everybody at work was going. But I called in and told her that one of the kids was sick, 
And instead, we went and saw Wonder Woman in the theater. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Have you ever made an online purchase that you regretted? I bought this new pair of shoes on the internet. They're my new Vans, Tanner. I was so excited about those. Oh, yeah. You were... Should, go you, ahead. You immediately turned your monitor on your computer around. You're like, look at these. I was so excited. Yeah. Um, and I read the reviews and everything seemed fine. I really like to vet my purchases. I love to read reviews just to make sure everything's going to be okay before I you know, spend my hard-earned money on something. But there's like a slight problem. They're a little gappy in the back. So every time I walk, they're, they're like flip-flops. These are slip-on vans. Yeah. So they're rubbing against the back of my heels, and they're hard to walk in. But I've Ooh. already worn them a couple of times. So I'm just going to have to deal or like try to figure out how to fix them. But I... I was just walking around in them yesterday, and I was like, if I knew, like, I regret this purchase so much, I would have bought another pair. <laughs> you know, I would have bought something else. Are they so bad that you have to put Band-Aids on the back of your heels? Yeah, I had to order some of those inserts that you, like, stick in the back of the heel Dang. because they're so gappy in the back. They, It's like I am up a size. Yeah. I've been a true eight most of my life, and these are eights. But they don't fit. And the thing is, too, is vans. Everyone basically knows their size because people wear vans throughout their entire lives. So I bet that's extra frustrating for you. So it is a purchase, an online purchase that I regret. Uh, But Tanner, have you ever experienced buyer's remorse after, you know, purchasing a product on the Internet? Most things that I buy, honestly. I hate buying things for myself because it'll get there. And immediately I think to myself... I didn't actually need this. And I had that when I bought Chaco's sandals for Hawaii. They're those sandals that kind of crisscross all over your feet and they, you know, have your toe in a specific holding place. Yeah. And I bought them thinking I was going to love them for Hawaii and I was going to wear them in Sonoma County. I haven't worn them one time since I came back from Hawaii. <laughs> they're they're practical shoes for like, see, everyone wears those back in Georgia. Right. And it makes sense. But, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, they're maybe. They're uncomfortable. <laughs> You think so? I don't like having my toe stuck in one oh, place. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. We got Kimberly from Roner Park on the line. Uh, Kimberly, what did you buy online that you regret? I bought a minivan. <laughs> I paid four grand for it, and it was paid off in full. Six weeks after I bought it, every single light came on in that thing. <laughs> like, pretty much all but, like, one light. The whole dashboard was just lit up, like, oh. six weeks after I bought it, and I couldn't do anything because I had it paid in full. Dang it. I tried taking it to a shop to get it fixed. That cost me an extra thousand bucks. They couldn't do uh, anything, so I traded it in and got a different car. Nice. I would have had no car payment. This one, that one would have worked well. Yeah. But I wound up having to trade it in and with a four hundred dollar month car payment. Oof. Amber and Tanner on Froggy ninety two point nine, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. So I have a really bad habit. So much of a bad habit that I've actually restricted myself from buying any thermos because no matter how hard I try, I forget about the thermos and I'll end up having a very moldy thermos. (laughs) A science experiment. It's true. You know, I've bought hundreds of thermoses by now and no matter what I do I'll be good about it for a week and then I'll forget about it and ruin it. It's a really bad habit that I have. So I had some kids ask me yesterday how does that happen? Why is Tanner's, you know, coffee cups getting moldy? Well, 
it's science. When you leave like milk specifically in a coffee cup or something like that, yeah, it creates mold. It sure it's, does. You should have your parents Google it for you because I'm not very good at explaining this. Sometimes my thermos will turn into yogurt. It's there we fascinating, go. Yeah, truly. It's great. <laughs> yeah, but what I realize it's not so much of a bad habit. It's actually common, and I'm not alone. And it truly has made me feel Jeez. better, and not so much of like a failure to society. Sure. And you know, as a kid, that kept dirty dishes in my room. I used to be so much of a slob. Even when I moved here to Sonoma County, I was pretty much a slob. You always wanted to drive everywhere. I love like driving. Like if we went on like little errands or we went to get coffee and I'd get in your car and there would be like plates with jelly on it. Yeah. I'm like, why is there a plate in your car with jelly on it? And you're like, I, I don't know. I got hungry. <laughs> I'm a slob. I'm, get, I'm getting out of it. I you am getting better. You're, you're a guy in your 20s. I feel yeah. like this is normal. Yeah. I'm getting better, but you know, these moldy, you know, thermoses are out of control and I feel better because a lot of people on the Froggy Fam are helping me out. Yeah, like Ari from Rotor Park, she uh, messaged us and she said, I can confirm that this is absolutely a man thing to do. <laughs> Trish from Sebastopol gave us helpful comment for a moldy thermos. She said, clean it using, using white vinegar, kills the bacteria and is safe to consume if there's any residue left. Uh, and then Amy from Clear Lake said that she does the same thing as you do. Joining the show right now is Deborah from Petaluma. Hey, Deborah. I got a I got a solution for you. I'm ready. They have plug-in electric cup warmers, like mug warmers. So go ahead and get one of those, and then when you get to work, you can have your coffee right there, and it'll be warm. I love that. I'm gonna keep it in the studio. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> have a great day, you guys. Chatter, chatter, chatter. Pete, Pete, Pete. I'm shocked. If there's a filthy little boy, you know, under <laughs> dirty dishes, I will never leave a dish in the sink. Yeah, that well, might be a good, a good thing for you to get into. I, I can see all your, you, like, you know, Taco Bell, you know, bags lying around your room with, you know, <laughs> dishes, stuff like that. But, then, you know, yeah. <laughs> you, you wash your towel more often than I do. But, you know. Roast Tanner, Roast, roast Tanner, Roast Tanner. Roast tanner. Roast tanner. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. A recent Final Jeopardy clue has gone viral. The question was, in 2021, at the age of 95, this singer achieved a Guinness World Record for the oldest person to release an album of new material. Now, two contestants guessed Diana Ross, who is only 77, but the correct answer was, who is Tony Bennett? Finn Corrigan was in second place with 11,400. Did he come up with Tony Bennett? Who is Diana Ross? No. Karen Johnson was in the lead from 15,400. It's all hinging on this response. Did she come up with Tony Bennett? Also, Diana Ross. We know that's incorrect. <laughs> so we're going to play a quick game of Guess That Age! Tanner, I'm going to give you the name of an older country music artist, and you have to guess how old they are. Ooh, I am horrible at guessing people's ages. <laughs> if someone's like, how old do you think I am? I'm like 67. They're like, I'm 40. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad at it. I think people are younger than you would anticipate. Yeah. I, so I, I'm going to say that going into this game now. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's go. First country music artist on the list is Willie Nelson. Is Willie... A, 91, B, 85, or C, 88? I'm feeling B, 85. Close. He's 88 years old. Dang, Willie, you're killing it, man. You're looking good. <laughs> He's doing great. Okay, next on the list. 
Dolly Parton? Is she A, 80, B, 76, or C, 78? Now, I'm going to go with C, 78. That is correct. She's 76 years old. Dang. All right. I'm feeling you might get this one correct. I'm getting all in my head now. (laughs) Dwight Yoakam. Is he A, 65, B, 55, or C, 67? I'm going to go with A, 65. Woo, I got one. Congratulations. Yeah, Dwight Yoakam. (laughs) All right. The final name on the list is Loretta Lynn. How old is she? Is she A, 90, B, 89, or C, 93? I'm going to go on a limb here, and you added a little extra flair to C, so I'm going to go with C, 93. Dang it. Watch that flair, buddy. It might throw you off. Uh, Loretta Lynn is 89 years old. Wow. You learn something new every single day. <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Oh, man, that's gross. That's gross. That's gross. That's so gross. That's gross. Hey, that's gross. Gross. You are right. That was gross. What is something that you should never, ever test in a store? So I was at a store over the weekend yesterday, and I was walking by a makeup aisle. And I saw this woman pick up a lipstick, put it on her lips. She grabbed her phone and looked at herself. She shrugged and put the lipstick back. Okay, so that's gross, right? Because I'm I could also be a dumb guy and not know if that's normal or not. It used to be. So they typically, and I hope they sanitize makeup that's on the display cases. Um, But in the age of COVID, I don't know that that's what you should be doing. Yeah, I was watching it, and I was like, did we not learn anything from the past two years of this pandemic? Have we learned nothing? And so I just wanted to ask because I wasn't sure if that was like normal or if that was actually gross. And I'm not going to lie. I was a little judgmental when I saw it. I made a face. So if I typically if I go to somewhere that sells makeup like Ulta or if I go to, you know, a place in a department store, I ask the lady at the counter, hey, do you think I could try this color? And then they have like something back there that you can try. Okay, like something safe and sanitary. Yeah, this was not safe, nor was it sanitary. (laughs) (laughs) And I I should have just taking the lipstick and put it somewhere else so nobody else I should have just bought it and threw it away I'm like nobody wants to be doing that I'll save you (laughs) everyone else yeah my mother always said never share makeup with people yes and because you know we all have different biology and bacteria on our faces and especially eye makeup so that's that's something I won't try in a store just I, I was shocked and I was appalled. Uh, on our Facebook page, we're sharing things that we should never test in a store. And here's what you said. Jeffrey from Ukiah says deodorant. <laughs> yeah, some, a sniff test is one thing, no, but no, like no. actually putting it on, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Cindy from Napa, she had a good reminder for us. She said, this is why I never buy the first or front item on a shelf. Oh my gosh, I don't do that either. And yeah. the newest ones are in the back anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dominic from Middletown says, I wouldn't test toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. So what are some ways to care for a loved one after they've had some surgery? Uh, My mom actually has to get open heart surgery next month. Uh, I talked to her last night and she said she's going to be down for like six weeks. 
because it's a pretty extensive surgery. Yeah. So basically, they're going to have to go in, replace two valves, and then like stop her heart and just really get in there. And she's a little nervous. So I asked her, you know, do you want me to be there during like the surgery? She's going to be in ICU for like a week after the surgery. That poor thing. Uh, so I was like, do you want me to be there during the surgery while you're in the hospital? Or do you want me to be there like the week after when you're recovering and you might need some help at home? Because she's not going to be able to do some of the things that she usually does. Um, so what are some ways I can care for her after she's you know, having a surgery. I would say the number one thing is, is finding what her comfort foods are and just giving whatever food she enjoys the most to her. You know, food can truly be a comfort for a lot of people. And also just telling her, you know, my mom's had some back surgeries and stuff like that. And the biggest thing is like, you having this surgery is not an inconvenience of my time whatsoever. So just reassuring her of that and giving her some food that she loves will really help her heal. And uh, yeah. I, I'm really, you know, sorry that your mom's going through this experience. I couldn't imagine how scared she is. Uh, she's pretty nervous about the whole experience, but it's it's going to make her better. And, yeah. you know, I have to keep reminding her of that. And, you know, it's funny that you, you know, said that, you know, about the inconvenience of the time. Because I was talking to her last night on the phone and she was like, are you sure you have the vacation days? Like, you don't have to. Like, I don't, you know, want to be a burden or anything. And I was like, um, you're my mother. Yeah. <laughs> like, you took you took care of me for 18 years of my life. And yeah. I love you. I'm going to, I want to be with you and make sure you're okay. Uh, so we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. What are some ways to care for a loved one after surgery? And we're getting some great suggestions. Like Janelle from Santa Rosa. Janelle said meals, laundry, changing bedding, doing dishes, helping with pet care all depends on the kind of surgery and recovery they have. So Tim from Windsor also said, just be present, bringing them a card or flowers, a favorite book to read, or simply sitting next to their bed watching TV with them. This will show them how much you care. Jackie from Pengrove said, make a plan before to see if they'll need help with meds or cooking. Set up a little station for them with drinks and snacks near the couch so they can just hang out. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's that's like great. You, like kind of like you said, you know, get her favorite food. She loves Mexican food, which Boom. I got from her. So I have to bring her some enchiladas. Catching the catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy ninety two point nine. Today's country, Froggy ninety two point nine. It's Amber and Tanner in the morning. I'm so tired. I I have been having a really hard time going to sleep lately. I've been very restless. I'm kind of like tossing and turning a bunch. Oh, is your girlfriend snoring? Yeah. I'm just kidding. It drives me nuts. (laughs) It really does. I snore for what it's worth. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm kind of like a fish that is on land. I am flopping all over the place and I'm really sleeping horribly. So I've been looking up sleeping rituals things to help you go to sleep and i discovered kind of a strange one and i started trying it and weirdly enough it works what is it i (laughs) i'm almost embarrassed to say i will throw my feet up in the air towards the ceiling as high as i possibly can and have like my legs in the air and essentially the process of, of it is to exhaust yourself and it's you keep your legs up until you cannot keep them up anymore and apparently Go just ahead. Sounds kind of like exercise. It is without right? exercising. Because, <laughs> Amber, you know me. I hate exercising. 
<laughs> I mean, okay, if it gets the job done, fine. Yeah. yeah, I totally understand where this is coming from. Thankfully, my partner is understanding of this. If anybody sees me sleep or take a nap, they might have some questions, comments, or concerns. Well, hopefully no one's sle- seeing you sleep in your apartment. Other That's than true. your girlfriend, but you never know. You never know. You never really know. Amber, do you have any sort of sleep ritual that you have you like have to do this before you go to sleep every night yeah i have to watch like 30 minutes of a tv show and get real sleepy while i'm watching it and then go to sleep and that's it i i don't know if it's a ritual but i have to do it and i told my fiance i was like you have to let me watch a tv show of my choice 30 minutes before i go to sleep any recommendations for shows um, right now, I'm watching a show on HBO called Ghosts. Ooh. It's really funny and lighthearted, even though it sounds spooky. Fun. So I'm check that out. Help me go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin from Petaluma, who has a weird sleeping ritual in your life? My boyfriend, usually he'll just play on his phone until he gets tired. But before he goes to bed, he's got to have something to eat or he will not be able to sleep. Gotcha. He puts row noodles in a bowl, puts cheese, mayonnaise, and pickles. He eats it with the spoon, just like normal soup. <laughs> I told him, I was like, are you weird or what? Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Under the sea. Under the sea. Down Yesterday, I mentioned to Tanner that I watched a documentary about dolphins with my fiance and it absolutely fascinated me I was telling you all these facts I learned about these dolphins and you just like stopped me and you were like no absolutely stop. not you you seem to be under the impression that dolphins are evil creatures I don't know because they are I don't trust dolphins they are they're the most wondrous creatures on the planet that's why I don't trust them they are too wondrous for my liking I have seen videos of people having bad experiences with dolphins <laughs> on social media and that's enough for me I've no, never no. seen a dolphin in person and I never will I think all the good outweighs the bad like all the mm. good videos outweigh the bad videos maybe the dolphins know your vibe you know they're like I don't think you're a good person and they headbutt you I think I know the <laughs> dolphins vibe I think they're gonna I think they're gonna jack me up if I ever see a dolphin and no. uh, you know uh, they're too smart for their own good that's really, what it boils down to <laughs> I I really want to go and like meet a dolphin in the wild and just have that amazing experience. I don't know how that can happen, uh, but it looks like we're getting a call. Hey, who's this? Uh, Bob Kossoff from Petaluma. Just wanted to let you know that uh, we go to down in Puerto Vallarta, stay there with the family, and we go to a dolphin counter there. Oh, yeah. I've never been to Mexico, but you like Puerto Vallarta? Oh, it's amazing, and the water's always nice and warm, and it's, it's uh, dolphins there uh, swim and play with you, and uh, they do little shows and everything, and it's a lot of fun. Okay, so they don't attack you like Tanner thinks. <laughs> no, no, no. They don't. In fact, there's, um, there's actually a beach where they have stingrays, and actually, you can lay down. The stingrays just like swim over you, and they're really cool too. That's I, we've been to that a few times too. Oh, I so. love that. Tanner's shaking his head over here. There, he's he I'm survived. I'm thinking of Steve Irwin. He survived. Steve Irwin didn't yeah. survive. Well, no, no, he was probably messing with him. Like pulling out a tail or something. Man, I, I, I leave that kind of stuff to the experts on Animal Planet. Well, I respect <laughs> it though. I will say, I am yeah, going to go great. and I'm going to try this. Do you think it would be a great option for maybe a honeymoon or something like that? Oh, fantastic! Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, we stay at the Grand Ma- we stay at the Grand Mayan, which is the resort there, and it's just absolutely 
beautiful. Okay, I'm going to the Grand Mayan and I'm swimming with dolphins and stingrays and no one can stop me. You have fun. There you go. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Do you know someone who hit their gas pedal instead of their brakes? Uh, narrowly, an elderly woman recently drove her car into a Raleigh, North Carolina Super 8 motel. What? So here's what happened. Um, she told the police that she accidentally hit her gas pedal instead of her brake. No one was seriously injured. And I'm just going to say, look, it happens. Sometimes we get a little distracted, right? Absolutely. And yes, I'm speaking from experience. You are now. I, 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 I am. <laughs> I've never told anyone this. I've never told anyone this, but I was at Publix in Athens, Georgia. It's a grocery store in Georgia. And they had like a concrete slab in front of the parking spaces. And I was just like thinking about like exams that I had that night and like getting lunch that day and I was all over the place and I put my car in reverse and hit that gas pedal like it was my (laughs) job and instead of the brakes in my car my Honda Accord jumped over that curb you hopped the curb completely yes man you really hit that gas both front tires and you know luckily nothing happened to my car but I was so embarrassed. I looked and see if there was anyone around. There weren't many people. No one said anything. <laughs> or maybe they saw it and like looked away. But I'm just saying, it can happen. I don't feel that bad for this elderly person because I've done it. Well, I've done it. I'm glad that you have uh, shared your secret with all of Sonoma County. Do you feel better? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all? I just, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still embarrassed. Has this ever happened to you before? Has not happened to me, but it has happened to our coworker Danny Wright, and I watched it, and I what? don't think he knew I was watching it, and I was dying laughing. Uh, we get in really early in the morning, and Danny was... <laughs> it looked like he was trying to pull into a spot, then back up and get in better, but he hit the gas super hard and went over the curb. Then I heard that shame scratch when he was reversing, just went... <sighs> Oh, no. That's what happened to me. (laughs) It's a shameful sound, but it does happen to a lot of people. All right. Well, (laughs) we've got Carrie from Santa Rosa on the phone. Carrie, uh, who do you know that did this? Make me feel a little better. My mother. Okay. She hit the gas instead of the brake when she was backing up to her house to get something out of the trunk. She did a number on her car (laughs) and her garage it it was it was pretty bad like i got to her house and she didn't even tell me about it that was another thing (laughs) i get to her house and she pulled into her garage and she had the garage open and i noticed her bumper was messed up (laughs) and then i noticed the Ah. corner of the garage was messed up Uh so i asked her about it and she goes let's not let's not talk about that i'm like no mom we're gonna talk about it (laughs) They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. If you've listened to the show the past three years, you know I am on a journey to become a world-class chef. When I moved to Sonoma County, I was a pro with the microwave, but that's just about it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so (laughs) 
<laughs> I could do great on the microwave. I was an expert. You know, it's an excellent tool. Yeah. I don't know how it works, but it is a great invention. It's a tool, but in order to become an official adult, I've had to step up my game. I've learned how to cook a few different things throughout the years. Oh, like on an oven, like in an oven, on a stove. I, isn't it crazy? Toaster, Even maybe. Even an air fryer. Oh, an air fr- oh, wow. It'll blow your mind. Next thing you know, you're going to be baking cakes. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. But uh, last week on the show, I was talking about how I made chow mein. And I had a little bit of uh, an incident when it happened. Because I had three packets of it. And I was looking at the packet and I was like, eh, that doesn't look like enough. And so I opened three packets and dumped it in. <laughs> That's 24 servings. You used three <laughs> packs of noodles? <laughs> So I had all of these extra noodles laying around, and Amber, you suggested something awesome, just freezing it. Yeah, you can freeze it for a couple of months, and it'll it'll still be good if, you know, you need it. One of those nights where you're like, I don't feel like cooking anything. Yeah. Uh. And so I did that for most of it, but I kept some in my fridge, and I was just eating it nonstop. And I was like, I need to at least change it up a little bit to have a different <laughs> texture and taste in my mouth. Yeah. So on Facebook, someone suggested that I make pot stickers out of them. Mm, and I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. That's fun. So basically you just, you know, get some flour and put some water, roll it out into a dough. And it reminded me back in my little Caesars days, I've only worked in pizza outside of radio. And I was like, oh, when it comes to rolling dough, I'm an expert. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Okay, so you had the actual dough. Like, yeah. you didn't buy, like, no. pre-made, like, wraps or anything? I made this from scratch. Wow. And I was really excited about it. And uh, they ended up tasting really good. And, Amber, have you ever repurposed leftovers like that before? Uh, I basically use any leftovers to make some sort of taco. Yeah. That, honestly, that's what I do all the time, and I and I feel really proud of myself for it. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country. Froggy 92.9.